Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Well, let's get the formalities out of the way. Let's go around the room. Let's get the introductions made. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approve memos. Oh, yeah. Grooving, baby. Grooving. Oh, yeah. Grooving. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. Morning going all right so far? So far, very good. Good to hear. Very good to hear. On my left in the 10 o'clock position, for those that uh, have got your sketchboards out, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja himself. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon to you, sir. How was your day going? Uh, I spent most of the morning grand dog sitting. Grand dog sitting. Okay, well, Grand let's dog. go okay. to the father of the dog, <laughs> the samurai sidekick, back Mr. Alex Weber. Away yes, back from the away mission. It's good to be back, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what did I get myself into? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so uh, so hopefully all the uh, all the nice legal uh, necessities that you were gone for to take care of. You know, uh, uh, we have we have freedom. We have victories. We have our clients. We have our, our clients are taken, are, are taken care of. Excellent. And for the record, when you called me last week and I heard Earl's music going, my head was still bobbing the whole time. <laughs> Always got to jam out. That's it. right. It's a, it's great music. It's a great song. It is. It's a great song. So anything good this week in the world of law? Anything that you could tell us and changing the names to protect the innocent? Any, any good stories? I got a call 2 o'clock in the morning last night. I'm in jail. What do I do? Call me again tomorrow. <laughs> Can't get you out right now. Can't get you out right now. Yeah, we don't have a lot of night court going on it's in uh, Orange nice. County. And don't talk to no one. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to no one. Yeah. Well, I want to tell you what happened. Don't drop the soap. No. <laughs> no, I don't want you to tell me anything. But how, how can you defend me if I don't tell you what happened? Yeah, because they're going to write down everything you say right now on a recording. Don't talk to me about it right now. They can't do that. So this was post-incarceration. This post was not... Yes, uh, no, that was call from this, the jail. This was not on the side of the road kind of no, thing. No, this was a... When there's a chance. Yeah, well, yeah, there's all... Well, I can get there. Yeah, yeah. I might be able to talk them out of it, but uh, not once you're inside the jail. No, no, it's out of their hands at that point. Okay, yeah. I'm here. You can let them go. Yeah. No, this yeah. is not going to work that way. The, the paperwork's been dropped off. The sergeant has signed the paperwork, and uh, it's over with at that point. Pretty much. You're waiting You're waiting, waiting until the first arraignment. Waiting to see no, the judge. First, no, appearance. first appearance. First appearance. Sorry, what I say? First arraignment. First appearance. I'm sorry. How many arraignments? Yeah, see, that's first, the kind of court appearance. he used to go to. Uh, 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 arraign him. Uh, uh, he didn't plead guilty. Arraign him again. Arraign him some more. Don't worry this, about this it. This isn't Brevard County. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. <laughs> oh. Take that, Brevard. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, so, Earl, how can the good people get a hold of us here at the old Arms Room Radio? They can give us a call here directly into the Caltech Studios. 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. 
And last but not least, they can send us a tweet on Twitter at armsroomradio. I love the tweet on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's that's the best one. We get uh, we've been that's been picking up the old Twitter yeah, is, Twitter Twitter channel. Mm-hmm. Twitter, yeah, we're we're Twitter picking board. up more listeners too. We had one stop in. I think it was Thursday. Had a listener stop into the the arms room. Yeah, came by the old ISIS welcome station there. Uh huh. The 19048 East Colonial Drive to say hi. Mm hmm. Yeah, we uh, it's been a bit of busy, been a busy week. Yep. Been a busy week. We've had uh, we've had some incidents going on out in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. We'll talk to you about uh, this this week. We're also going to be talking to you about a rather interesting case of uh, found guns and ammunition in Los Angeles. <laughs> that, uh, that we got some we got. Let's see, four of us at the table today. We've, we, I think we've got six theories on what's going on. So, <laughs> so we're going to... Well, all of them from Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I always argue in the alternative. I uh-huh. Always... Uh-huh. Man. Uh, we have, uh, well, you know, well it's, I always hate talking about this guy, but... That's uh, for earlier. The, 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 uh, the president has gone off and started to say some more things about guns while he's, he's overseas. So we'll, 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 talk about, we'll talk about what he's been saying. And then uh, we've got some product reviews yes, we to do. do today. I think we've got some products that we brought back with us from the NRA show back in March. Was the NRA show? Mm-hmm. I believe it was March. I believe it was. And uh, we've uh, we've we've had these products go around uh, the the circle of friends, the circle of trust. Yep. Uh, people have used them. I don't and, know and, if I trust all the people we had test this stuff. Well, well some the, some of them we gave it to them just to see if they could break it. Right. <laughs> right. 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 So. Yeah, yeah, I know those guys. Those are the guys you leave in the desert with a bowling ball and you come back and it's broken. <laughs> and, they, and you're like, what, what happened? happened? No, I don't, it was like that. <laughs> I found it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave him an anvil. It came back in two pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you break the anvil? There was a camel and a sandstorm. <laughs> and whole lot of... There's a private in every crowd. I say it all yeah. the time. Yep. For those that... Those who are in the military know what I'm talking about. doesn't matter their profession. doesn't matter the activity, but there's a private in every crowd. Um <laughs> Uh, we do want to talk to you a little bit today. We're going to talk about uh, the recruiting station volunteers. Have you seen this? The former, it looks like for the most part, like a Patriot Riders Club or the Oath Keepers and, or, or mm-hmm. just concerned citizens now are showing up at the recruiting stations where the federal troops are not allowed to arm themselves. Uh, and, and listen, that's I'm not going to go after the president on that one. That's a posse comitatus, and uh, federal soldiers cannot take up arms against American soldiers unless there's insurrection from in t- inside, and a whole lot of reasons there. Okay, can but, we put that badge on Velcro then, so when you start shooting at me, I can just peel it off and shoot back at you because I'm just a guy now? Yeah, you're just, just a guy. <laughs> you can, and in fact, during that shooting in Chattanooga, it's now learned that it uh, looks like there was a Navy, uh, naval officer there, a Navy lieutenant, and uh, one of the, maybe one of the Marine enlisted soldiers that had a firearm and did return fire. Uh, who are probably, we'll see how it goes, you know, with, with the media, probably facing some sort of disciplinary action for having firearms on the federal installation when it wasn't authorized. Now, maybe we'll find out their CO, their commanding officer, said it was okay, and then he'll be the one in trouble because nobody authorized him to make that decision. So it's a, it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of weirdness going on with that case. But in, in the news, what we've had recently was a lot of volunteers showing up to stand guard outside these recruiting stations. Now, that's great in, what is it, 44, 45 states in the Union where open carry is authorized, mm-hmm. but you have some states where open carry is not. So if you wanted to do it in a state such as Florida, mm-hmm. you could not. You'd have to you'd have to stand there con- with a concealed firearm. So let me ask you a question, Michael. Mm-hmm. 
if I have my firearm concealed and I have a sign in front of me on a stick that says, I'm armed, don't shoot at this building. Now, that's one of those interesting legal questions. <laughs> Here you want to play. Yeah, look and who threw it out he, there. He throws the theoretical out with uh-huh. 10 seconds left on the clock, as yeah. usual, you know, so we can think about it over the break. Uh, the answer, in, in my mind, the law enforcement, no. It's, it's the same as holding the sign that says, speed trap ahead. You're warning of a crime. There's, there's a First Amendment issue there. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Arms oh, Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you on the other side of the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds. Plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. We live in an ever-changing world where security is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. Veritas International provides the peace of mind you, your family, business, or school deserves. Locally owned and operated by a law enforcement veteran with over 18 years of experience, Veritas provides a myriad of services, such as executive protection, private and confidential investigations, background investigations, canine services, event and school security, as well as firearms training that includes concealed carry, female handgun and survival courses, and home defense. Veritas will custom tailor a home defense course with your personal home as the training location. Train in your familiar environment. Put their decades of experience to work for you. Call Veritas International today at 844-483-7482. Online at oneveritas.com. That's O-N-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S dot com. Mention the arms room and get 15% off training and selected services. Veritas International is a proud supporter of the Second Amendment. It turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com. Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com. Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com. And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com.
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. And this segment of Armstrong Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Good-looking crowd out there, Earl. Thank you once again for taking care of the the, the tickets uh, ticket distribution. Yeah, just doing my job. He needs uh, a raise, by the way. He does need a raise. He does need a raise. <laughs> Hurry up, Alec. Yep, yep. He he needs a raise. Yeah, I bet a dollar. <laughs> uh, and Kevin and I were having a discussion during the break. You may have heard us go into the break with it, and we want to finish it because otherwise Kevin's head will explode. <laughs> um, so he demands satisfaction. <laughs> oh, so there's a story that wasn't there. me. There's a story. Did, there's just, a story there. That was a story to that, but I didn't. Say, I didn't say that. Uh, Kevin, you were. We were talking about. Um, uh, well, what did we start talking about? I don't know how well we started talking about. Sign <laughs> in front of someone holding a sign in front of one of the recruitment centers advising. Yes, thank you. Uh, I am armed. Um, well, I, and and based on your in your very poorly articulated poorly argument. Poorly articulated. Oh. I've elected to. I have elected. You know, I'll make you change it. <laughs> I have elected to exercise my Second Amendment rights, and I'm prepared to prove it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I am also. <laughs> no, that sign in oh, front of oh, the okay, gotcha. in front of the. I, I think we got a duel. Now he hasn't got a chance. Um, His I, shoulders all messed up. <laughs> I think that the the a sign that would that would say something along the lines of, and again, this is replying to. We're talking about a state like Florida that's a concealed, a, carry, a, state. A concealed carry state, not an open carry state. A sign that said something along the lines of uh, prepared to defend this facility would be fine. But as soon as you make mention of the word firearm, then there's cause for alarm. You raise cause for alarm for law enforcement to come investigate. Come investigate. Guess what will happen while they're there? No one will shoot up the recruitment center. Yeah, well, that's a great that's a great thing. It's a great thing. We Except just talked about right. getting investigated. Right, right, right. Um, but once you again, once you start to mention firearm, it's the it's the same as in a vehicle. I'm allowed to carry and transport a firearm in a vehicle. Yet, if 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 soccer mom drives by in the SUV and sees the gun on the seat of the car, unloaded with a lock in it, she's still going to call in as a guy with a gun. And now it's unfounded because the gun's being transported legally, but she's now raised the alarm that there's a firearm and there's going to be cause for an investigation and a detention. So it's it's it gets gets to that point of legal, yes, good idea, no. There are lots of things out there that aren't necessarily good ideas, but they still have to be done. What are we talking about? The lawn. The lawn? <laughs> The lawn. The lawn. You're a lawyer, not a lawner. Yeah, I've seen his yard. He's definitely not yeah. a lawner. That's why he's moving, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, look at this grass. There's go, no way to get, get get back on top of this. Go, go Dad. We're never going to beat this down now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what Kevin and I were, were, were talking about. Yes. Is it is it legal? Yes. Is it recommended? No. Are we, I'm, I'm going to try it. What's that? I think I'm going to go try it. Well, yeah, because you, you want to get your name as a, and a citation. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I 
a legal citation, you know, the funny, not a uniform traffic citation. Well, I was going to say, I took care of that last one. The, the, the funny thing is, is that when they get out of the car, they're going to look and they say, see it's me, and they're going to go, oh, never mind. Yeah, exactly. We're not falling for this again. No, you tricked me last time. I look stupid. You made me write an apology letter. Uh, all right. I wanted to talk to you about what's gone on in Los Angeles. This is a fascinating story. There's a gentleman out in Los Angeles who... Uh, it was his name, Jeffrey Allen Lash, was 60 years old, and he died back on Independence Day, back on July 4th. Uh, he, you may have seen this in the newspaper, or heard it on the news last week. It, uh, the, the initial release was uh, arsenal of 1,200 guns and two tons of ammunition found at his residence. And, and we all sat around and theorized, well... Uh, theorized and salivated. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and salivated. <laughs> the theory being, I got, I, call, you with I got me, calls. With me, that, I'll take them. It was funny. Is it? Is Kevin dead? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this guy was young. He's sixty. Oh. Well, the, we we have established oh. just before the show started, uh, yep. so everybody knows yep. we have established that I am so old. There is actually. Evidence, photographic evidence. Well, it's more of the, chiseling. I wrote dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. I wrote dinosaurs. I was going to go there. But <laughs> beat me to it. The uh, it's the actually theory... it's actually six and a half tons of. Ammo. Well, yeah, but initially re- initially <laughs> reported was twelve hundred guns and two tons of ammo. And my my theory, the one that I popped in my head was they're going to find out that this guy was a gun dealer twenty years ago, thirty years ago before the, the laws and the whack jobs went crazy in California and made selling guns impossible in California. And so he was a dealer. He was a dealer. He probably was a dealer, took all of these guns, just put them in his house and said, wait for the laws to change, and they never did. Uh, when you saw the pictures of these guns, these weren't evil black assault rifles. These are, these are not uh, military-style weaponry. These were standard, simple, simple uh, hunting rifles, grandpa shotguns, some old pistols, revolvers, but evidently now, 1,500 of them being reported. Uh, the other theories were he was a hoarder. He was just a, nobody a, can hoard that. He much. was a simple, a simple hoarder. But they, a lot of these were brand new in the box, also, which again makes me believe they're going to find out at some point that this guy was a dealer and closed up shop or bought interest in a shop or bought the shop as it closed and just put them all away, waiting for for things to to happen. Although since that time. Since that time, it appears as though Mr. Lash may have gotten a little cuckoo. Or his fiancée came up with a really great story why she ditched town. True. That could be it, too. Uh, This uh, story was filed today. Gun dealers seek impounded collection now at over 1,500 guns. Like like girls, I don't know, Alex said. Uh, every gun dealer in the world is trying to get a hold of the LAPD to say, uh, <laughs> we can help you with that. We can find a home for them. They, they've decided, they said they want to destroy the ammunition. I can do that. I'll help. It's, ca- it's called demilling, yes. by the mm-hmm. way, just in case. Mm-hmm. And I will be more than happy to arrange to demill all six and a half tons of that ammo. I can demill all one of it. One at a time. One at a time. You know exactly you right. may take 15, but you know what? 20 years. I'll, but... I'll give you an affidavit. Yeah. Uh, with the Los Angeles Police Department planning to destroy six and a half tons of ammo recovered, gun dealers are scrambling to save the more than 1,500 guns collected from a deceased California man. Six and a half, t- Earl. You're a you're a you're a man of the of the of the world. You're a uh, a veteran of the 
transportation and trucking industry. Mm-hmm. What's what's a typical pallet hold, a six by six pallet or whatever they are? Pallets are three foot by four foot. Yeah, I, there you go. That's I had one that three foot wide, four foot long, and it was about no more than three foot tall of ammunition. Okay. And I picked it up on a forklift scale, and it weighed about 1,500 pounds. 1,500 pounds. So we're so talking about 12 pallets of these because you're yeah. looking at 13,000 pounds total total of ammo. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're talking, yeah, 12, 13, 14 pounds. Jeffrey Allen Lash, 60, died July 4th and told his fiance a confusing tale of espionage that prompted her to leave his body inside one of his vehicles while she went out of town with town of town with friends. When she returned with on his ATM card, which probably <laughs> uh, all of his accounts were emptied. That's just a weird story. Hmm. When That's she returned on July 17th, he was still inside the SUV. Surprise, surprise, yeah. surprise. Yeah, Listen, yeah, 13 days anybody. in an SUV in Los Angeles. That's, Ew. that's a... Yeah, that's a Somebody that's would have a, found him eventually. That's a stinker yeah. right there. Yeah. This prompted a call to authorities from her attorney, Harlan Braun, which in turn led to a massive effort by police to impound Lash's personal collection of firearms, first estimated at 500 and then 1200 for safekeeping. Now, let me ask you this. This is the the Los Angeles Police Department. They Here's a body. It's recovered under suspicious circumstances. Our main focus is to recover firearms from the gentleman's home where the crime or where the body was not located. Because it's California and their guns. That's it's, got to be. Yeah. It's got it's California and their guns. We so don't deal with murder. We deal with guns. Yeah, we don't, let's, let's get the guns. Let's get the guns. Let's not worry about but, how this gentleman ended up look, dead in the car. Yeah. It's not going to change. He's dead. He's dead, Jim. Yeah. You grab his gear. Now, <laughs> as police have determined, they have more than 1,500 guns and nearly seven tons of munitions on hand. Braun is fielding, Braun, the attorney, is fielding unsolicited calls from gun dealers looking to move in on the Pacific Palisades man's estate, as reported by LA Times. Yeah, you know, this This is, uh, we're going to keep paying attention to this story. Obviously, this is all that's come through is what we've seen in the news. This is the second story about it. We don't have a police report, but it just seems really strange to me that the LAPD would stop any investigation of how this gentleman ended up deceased in his car, left there for two weeks with the girlfriend out of town, and, with the credit cards uh, overdrawn. And she's with him when he dies. Yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm more concerned with the wording of the story. Jeff Allen Lash, 60, died July 4th and told his fiance a confusing tale of espionage. Sounds like he died yeah. first and then told her from death right. the tale of espionage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. clearly he's, not an he's English part major. human, part alien creature. <laughs> <laughs> sent to Earth to save humanity. He's clearly been sent to Earth to uh, confound the LAPD and what to do with their firearms. So, yeah, I'd love to see the. I want to get this report. I want to see anybody the, the list of firearms. to see where David Bowie is? <laughs> I want to. I want to see the inventory. Yeah, I'd love to see the inventory of this. Exactly. I'd love to see the inventory of the kind of firearms that we've got here. All right, we'll talk about this more when we get back from the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. It's coming to you live from the Caltech Studios.
This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com What was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube. Live from the Keltec Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline 407 774 8255. 407 774 8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Keltec Studios. Now, here's Mike. Zoom Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Let's go around the room real quick. Let's just make sure everybody knows who the players are, because you can't tell the players without a scorecard. On my right, my right-hand man, the great, 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 wait, hold on, i got to interrupt. Kevin, <laughs> please do not that. start a fire Give in the that. corner of the room. <laughs> Okay, I just handed him one of the product review products for now this segment show you and said, please well do not start a fire. And he's trying to start a fire a, it, in, it, in the corner of the room here. Our producer is very listen, concerned You're right lucky now. we're a Saturday program and none of, the, none of the executives listen to us, so that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. This thing works really well. On yeah. my right is my right-hand <laughs> man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Thanks for blowing my intro there, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. like it says no food or open drink containers. It doesn't say no fires. No fires. <laughs> yeah, leave it to the lawyer to push the boundaries. But you were given explicit instructions. Yeah, but the I captain don't of the report mission. to him. He's the captain of the white mission. On my left is the uh, courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, the fire starter, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Good afternoon, Michael. 
and his samurai sidekick, Alec Whip. Can I have that now? It's my turn. <laughs> no. All right, we're saving that one. When he gets for to me, segment. I'm sharpening the knife. Yeah, it's got a knife sharpener. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. We're saving it. Earl's excited. Another segment. Another segment. <laughs> we're going to talk about Lafayette. Lafayette theater shooter bought his gun legally, police say. Uh, everybody uh, has seen this story popped up. Uh, was this Thursday was yeah. the shooting in uh, the movie theater in in Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, John Russell Rusty Hauser. Uh, Rusty Hauser. Not a good name for a gun, by the way. The Rusty Hauser. What kind of gun is that? It's a Rusty Hauser. Uh, Rusty Hauser methodically Only half shot shiny. 11 people in, in a Lafayette, Louisiana movie theater on Thursday night using a handgun illegally purchased from an Alabama pawn shop, authorities said Friday. So that would mean he'd have to be an Alabama resident at the time, correct? Yes. Uh, Hauser stood up in the theater where the comedy train wreck was showing and fired off one 10-round clip. Magazine. Right, well, it says clip. I'm reading. Yeah, I'm know. making a point. It's a clip. It's 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 one of those clips. You use them, and then you can't use them again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, like a pack of cigarettes. Pack of cigarettes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Lafayette Police Chief Jim Craig said at a press conference. Oh, the police chief called it a clip. I thought the CNN. Oh. I thought the CNN was calling it a clip. Uh, this was slow and methodical, Governor Bobby Jindal said. This was not a single burst. Sounds like Mr. Jindal's fired full auto before. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's, I'm wondering why, when told it was a handgun, why he would put a full auto reference in there. I don't know. Because he's got an 18, maybe. Yeah, perhaps hmm. the Glock 18. It's much like Kevin's Glock 7, but it. It shoots full auto. Uh, that's what happened. It's not what happened here. That's not the type of firearm no. that was used here. That's just a theory from the theorist. No, but politicians get access to the cool stuff. Correct, correct. Uh, Hauser left the theater through a side door and headed toward his car, a 1995 Lincoln, but saw a police cruiser arrive in the parking lot. Hauser, 59, reloaded his handgun, re-entered the theater, and fired three more rounds. Hmm, I did not realize that in the initial reports. It was a 10-round capacity magazine. They shot 11. Hauser, a law school graduate with a history of mental problems, well, you know. He went to law school. Yeah, yeah. Fatally shot himself in the dome. Cracked one right in the melon. So he put himself out of the misery, so that's that's a, that's a good news. I don't get it why they don't do that first. Yeah, shoot yourself yeah. first, and then, then everybody go after else. the crowd. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Be a man. Come on. <laughs> Tell us stories of, of espionage from, yeah, the, from the grave. Exactly. Out of 20 rounds, he shot 11 people, but some people suffered multiple wounds, wounds the police chief said. <clears throat> One person was shot four times. Two women in the theater were killed, and nine were injured. Craig said four of the wounded have been released from the hospitals. Of the five still hospitalized, four are in stable condition, and one is in critical. Well, obviously, tragedy. Anytime there's death, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to the family, uh, for the wounded, for everybody else involved. Uh, that's that's us. That's not in the paper here. That's the that's our commentary here. The gunhauser used a, a high point. That's what it says in the article. Well, I, I'm just going to say this. Lucky for everybody else in the theater, it was a high point. Otherwise, there would have been higher casualty rate but in other kinds of firearms. That was a high point forty caliber. Oh, Kevin's caliber. Uh, forty caliber semi-automatic pistol. 
that was legally purchased in February 2014 from a pawn shop in Phoenix City, Alabama. Uh, Kevin, you and I were just talking about Phoenix City last week. We were. Uh, the police chief Craig said, citing the U.S. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives. Drew Griffin, a senior investigative correspondent for the CNN, said it appears Hauser was cleared to buy the gun because he didn't have any convictions for serious crimes. He just did not show up on any of the instant background checks, Griffin said. Police don't know why Hauser opened fire in the theater or why he came to Lafayette about 500 miles from his stomping grounds in Georgia or Alabama. Uh, was it the Tallahassee, uh, off topic, was it the Tallahassee shooting, I believe, was also a mentally disturbed lawyer from, he was from Alabama or Texas, I, I think. I thought it was Texas. Was yeah, it from he Texas? Came, I think he, came, he definitely came from out of state. Okay. To commit his crime. Okay. I think you're right. It was Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm just noticing a trend on the mentally ill lawyer things. Perhaps we got to ease up on Kevin. Mm. Uh, because an uncle who died about 35 years ago, or excuse me, besides an uncle who died about 35 years ago, Hauser 59, didn't have any known connection to the city of 120,000. That's strange. I'm, I wonder if they'll piece that together or if they're just going to call this a uh, you know, case closed, uh, you know, suspect deceased. He arrived on July 2nd or 3rd and had been staying in a motel, Craig said. He had just borrowed $5,000 from his mother, said Louisiana State Police Colonel Michael Edmondson, but he needed money. Craig said authorities think Hauser even went to a church in Lake Charles and obtained food and money. He had been talking to some locals about opening an oil change business, the chief said. Uh, but he never said or did anything that uh, presaged the outbreak of violence. Doesn't sound like it. Craig said police are searching, researching Hauser's movements and reading his journals and his online political blogs in which he rallied, or excuse me, railed against government. There's no indication he had an accomplice. Well, if he's got online political blogs, that's probably going to be, well, the FBI would call those clues. I don't know what they're what they're doing out there, but perhaps they can find out. Uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit more about this when we get back from our break. And then uh, as long as Kevin doesn't burn down the studio in between the break, we're going to have another product review later now. Did we take it away from him? I got it. Okay. Secure. All, all secure. <laughs> the uh, the story, again, out of Lafayette, again, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the family of the two deceased girls. Uh, I believe we even have their names here. Julian Johnson and Maysay Bro. Uh, again, thoughts and prayers to them and their families. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah. 
yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com, and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We've successfully completed another break without burning the building down, so we're happy about that. I know the management is also very pleased about that. We got a letter, got a, got a warning from the suits during the break, so. I thought they didn't listen to us. <laughs> Evidently, they were in the building. Somebody was yeah. here counting a bag of cash or something. I don't know how good you know they are. The, That's uh, what I was going to use as my tender. Your tender? <laughs> bag of cash. Now that you have your 1,500 guns, 14 cars, and. Two hundred and thirty thousand dollars from this gentleman. In the six and a half tons of ammo. Six and a half tons of ammo. He's got money to burn. He got it to burn. Uh, Getting back to, uh, we want to finish up uh, because we want to give you a little commentary on it afterwards. The Lafayette Theater shooting Uh, at the press conference in the theater parking lot. Bobby Jindal, the mayor there, the the mayor, the the governor there in Louisiana, who is also a presidential candidate. They note here was asked what he would do to stem gun violence. He declined to talk about it, saying. It hasn't been 24 hours. Let's focus on these families. Good for you, Bobby. It wasn't a political event. It was a, it was a, it was it was a report of information, and a, a mourning period. So, good for you, Bobby. 
Uh, they say this gentleman acted like any other patron, patron then randomly opened fire. Hauser had a history of legal and mental problems. In 2008, his then-wife took out a restraining order against him, saying she was fearful of him, police said. The one-time political candidate from Columbus, Georgia, spent time that year and the next getting treated for mental health issues. Last year, he was evicted from a house he used to own in Phoenix City, Alabama, and returned to vandalize the property, the sheriff there said. Uh, he bought a ticket for the 7.10 p.m. showing of Trainwreck. About 25 people were in the screening room and about 300 total in the multi-screen movie complex. Hazard settled into the theater's second-to-last row, which was where Randall Mann's 21-year-old daughter was sitting. Mann's daughter heard the first pops about 20 minutes in, thinking that could have been firecrackers or part of the movie, but she knew something was happening when she saw muzzle flashes, Mann said. She hit the floor and then ran for her life, joining a panicked but controlled, helpful crowd. Another man in the theater told Kiefer Sanders, who was watching another movie, that there was no argument, nothing going on at all. A guy just stood up and started opening fire. This guy, or the guy was just kind of at ease, just standing there, just shooting, Sanders said. Uh, Bobby Jindal recounted the story of two teachers enjoying the last few days of summer break, caught up in the melee. One jumped over the other a move that the friends say prevented a bullet from hitting her in the head. According to the governor, it struck her in the leg instead. Police say one person played dead once the shooting started. There are clues suggesting this wasn't a spontaneous act. Searches of Hauser's hotel room and vehicle turned up wigs, glasses, and other apparent disguises. He also had swapped out the license plate on his car, which made him would have made it harder to track him if he'd escaped. Violence left friends and families of two women grieving. Jillian Johnson, 33, uh, Lafayette native who died at the hospital. Uh, she operated the Red Arrow Gift and Toy Shop in Lafayette. And Macy, Macy Bro, 21, was killed at the scene. She was a student at Louisiana State University. A uh, boyfriend of about three years was also there, was shot in the neck and armpit. Uh, Kevin, we the reason we bring this story up, we want to talk about, again, the background check and the process when buying a firearm and the mental health status of the shooter. Yeah, it, if someone's mind has gone, it having a firearm, not having a firearm, isn't going to stop them from doing injury if that's their intent. He had a 1995 Lincoln. That's a big car. He could have driven through the crowd waiting for tickets and killed a bunch more people than he did with his firearm. And, and as Earl brought up, Somebody with a load of fertilizer, a truck, and some diesel fuel can sure blow up a federal building real easy. Or a, a yeah, and then we didn't ban uh, U-Hauls and fertilizer. No. We didn't blame the U-Haul. No. We did not blame the fertilizer. No. And we didn't certainly didn't say you can't buy diesel fuel anymore. Right, right. The, uh, the background check, again, we talked about this last week, uh, has a block on it. Have you ever been de- declared mentally incompetent? Uh, we always joke with uh, somebody and they ask us, and actually most people joke with us, mm-hmm. have you ever been declared mentally incompetent? And, and the standard response is... Being called crazy by your wife doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. So when my wife calls me crazy, that's not what we're talking about. And and, and that's that's the humor in it. The, the, the reality of it is, one, that... The, the law is protecting your medical information. Yeah, Pi, your personal health information are far more stringent than the gun laws in the states uh, that currently have 
the ability to even purchase a firearm. Now, there are some states that you can't buy a firearm at all. I mean, it's just virtually impossible. But your health information is so confidential, especially your mental health information. It's more confidential than your regular health information. You, if you want to subpoena mental health information, uh, you can't just get a release from the person. You have to get a release from the person that's specific to that mental health information, and often the doctors in the facilities won't release that information without a court order. It is that confidential. That information should be available to be in the background check system. If you've been declared mentally incompetent, you've been admitted to a mental hospital, and you have not been determined by a court or the appropriate physicians to have been reinstated to your full mental health, there should be somewhere that someone can go look for that. And right now there isn't. It's too, it's too much of a stigma. It's just too much of a stigma. Well, I think that's the problem is that people are concerned. Uh, this is why a lot of people don't seek treatment. And this is why a, a lot of people that should, we should have, we should know about, we don't because they go in and they say, eh, you know what? Since my, my father died, I'm a little depressed and I miss him. And, well, now you're under psychiatric care because you're seeking counseling services. Right. Does that make you a danger? Maybe not. But you, the medication you give for that problem and the medication that they may be giving someone who is completely around the corner and is a threat to both themselves and others is the same medication. Maybe differing dosages, but it may be exactly the same medication. So you can't use, oh, I'm on Abilify or I'm on Xanax or I'm, you know, Whatever it might be, you can't use that as the measuring stick. Some there's got to be a way to determine, and, and and this isn't just about the ability to derive, to purchase a firearm. It may be the ability to drive a car. You know, if you have a mental health condition, you probably shouldn't be driving a tractor trailer. Right. Exactly right. And and this this again this applies. This applies to we we're talking about purchasing the firearm. But like Kevin said, it should apply to everything. The the, the problem with mental health issues again is. If you want to sit down and just talk to a counselor about the difficult time you're having with a relative that passed, the, the difficult pressures you're having at, 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 at school, at work, you should not... And, and yeah. money problems, your house is in foreclosure, all those kinds you, of things. You should not be labeled as mentally incompetent and uh, barred from, from possessing a firearm. All you want to do is talk to somebody about the difficulty you're going through in that situation. You never walked in and said, I feel like shooting people. That's, you know, obviously, if you say something like that, the medical professional should be should be entering that into your into your permanent record for a lack of, you know, a better uh, the, the problem terminology. Is, is these databases don't have any access to that set of permanent records. Well, and there is no database for medical history. You go to the doctor now, and he tells you, all right, you've, you've sprained your wrist. It doesn't go in a database that anybody can access other than perhaps that internal hospital system, filing system. It's supposed system. to have. The Healthcare Portability Act was supposed to have fixed that. Right. It didn't. Right. It's too much trouble. Yeah. It's, it's healthcare.gov. It's too big. It's too, we can't, it's too much data. We can't handle it. Yep. There's the talk this week of the medical profession, uh, excuse me, the, the, the VA and the FBI trying to link their systems. So if a soldier, uh, a veteran has ever gone in for counseling, no matter what it be, PTSD, uh, you know, simple, uh, uh, like we talked about, the family grief counseling, anything like that, that the VA is going to report that to the FBI, and those veterans will be disbarred 
or excuse me, they'll be barred from being ever able to purchase a firearm. I, I have had this argument with a with an attorney for a county in this state where she reported that the veteran would not be entitled to return of his firearms because he'd already shown a propensity to kill. I told that judge we needed to put six weeks on the docket for our hearings, and I was going to subpoena to hearing every combat veteran I could find in the state of Florida. Surprisingly, he told me he was going to take it under consideration, and uh, I heard from his JA on the way back from that particular court, his judicial assistant, telling me uh, I, my motion was going to be granted and there wouldn't be a need for any further hearings. <laughs> yeah, don't don't pick that kind of fight. You you'll be surprised the response you get. If the if our if if the VA and the FBI want to pull something like that, and, and I don't know that they really are, I, I I'm going to research that some more and look into it. But if they really expect that they're going to do that, then I imagine they're going to come back with, but if you don't want us to put your name in the database, uh, the only way you can do that is you're not part of our programs. That's exactly right. Yeah. You're not part of our That's programs. exactly what they're talking about. If you want the money for your health care, the treatment through your VA benefits, uh, you have to waive your right to own a firearm. Yep, that's, that's exactly what they're talking about, and that's going on out now. I believe it's with the, the VA and the FBI out in the Los Angeles Bureau, the, the, which is where the story came from earlier this week. We're, and listen, when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking to you some more about mental health status, getting a firearm, and then we're going to hit into some more of our product reviews. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you on the other side of the break. SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. A cold front heading toward the northern Rocky Mountains could provide a break for the 450 firefighters trying to stop a wildfire in Montana's Glacier National Park. The uh, fire has burned about five square miles so far. Police thanking those who have provided tips about the uh, Louisiana movie theater shooter. As investigators work to reconstruct his movements before he killed two people, wounded nine, and then took his own life. Police say an initial report about John Hauser will likely be released next week. The former wife of an American convicted of spying for Israel is calling on Israel's government to pay for an attorney to facilitate his freedom. The request from Ann Pollard comes amid international speculation that Jonathan Pollard could be released soon. More details at srnnews.com. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like 
like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltech P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons. Um. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Adam J. Harding died July 25, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Harding, 21, of Portage, Indiana, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 69th Armor Regiment, 1st Brigade Combat Team, 42nd Infantry Division, Fort Stewart, Georgia. He was killed when an improvised explosive device detonated near his Bradley fighting vehicle in Samara, Iraq. Specialist Adam J. Harding, 21, died when an explosive device detonated near an armored vehicle in Samara, the military said. He and his twin brother gave their father letters when they were young saying they wanted to become soldiers. Little contracts that they both wrote, said the soldier's father, Jim Harding, of Valparaiso. 
He believed in what he was doing. Harding grew up in Portage, graduating from Portage High School in 2002. He and his twin brother, Alex, both were speaking with military recruiters before the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2011. Those attacks sealed this, their decision to sign up, as Alex Harding joined the Air Force, their father said. Army Specialist Adam J. Harding, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to get a hold of Max Law Orlando, there's a couple of ways that you can do it. You can give us a call at the office. Number is 407-480-2179. You can reach us on our website, maxlaworlando.com. You can reach us on Twitter, at maxlaworlando. And you can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. Or you can call us at 2 o'clock in the morning if you've got a problem. But on the hotline, 407-467-4960. <laughs> And if you're in jail, I may not be able to get you out, but we'll come up with a plan to do so. And if you're standing on the side of the road with the with the policeman, that's a good time. That's that's the, that's, that's, time. The that's the best time. That's the best time. Yep. Before you end up in the in the correctional con- confinement facility. Yes. Uh, Kevin, we're talking about uh, we're finishing up uh, with the uh, with with Earl with Alex here. We're, we're Alec. We're we're finishing up talking about mental health in purchasing of the firearm. This gentleman, I think the thing we need to point out, one of the things we need to point out, uh, yes, he purchased a firearm legally in 2014. Something happened between then and now. He was he was competent up until that point. It's something in his brain kicked over and said, eh, you know, we're now a nut job. We're now mental health issues. We now we now have something going on. Whether it came up slowly or whether it just all snapped at once. He didn't start out with a mental health problem that developed over time or developed overnight, and he ended up with one. You can't, you can't discount that on the background application where it says, "Do you, have you ever been declared mentally incompetent?" Unless you have a national database system in effect, like, right. like we were talking we, we, about. We got to find a way to fix that particular part because the the fact that there's no way to know if someone's got that kind of issue going on, and whether they have gotten it under control. They're, it makes them a risk to themselves all the time. When, even if that's in place, and you've been declared mentally incompetent, you you know you've you've been committed to a psychiatric facility, you've, you're under uh, a narcotic treatment for uh, your 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 mental disability. This could still happen, and and it be undiagnosed and Absolutely. not be in the system. Sure. And he could go in and say, nope, good to go. I am, I am. I am mentally. I have never been declared mentally incompetent, because he hasn't been. He he right. might be mentally incompetent, but he's never been declared mentally incompetent. And that's so he, the kind of thing that's always going to happen, but, though. But see, this guy planned it. He had disguises. He had. Well, escape. we know okay, over the course but, of three but, weeks the but, plan. A plan occurred. Okay, but he he planned it. Yes. All right. So we have somebody that that develops a mental health issue. He goes and gets his CDL. He gets a job driving a gasoline tanker, and he drives it into a school. Right. Okay. The, the net effect is even more horrific than this. Yes. But did we know he had a mental health issue? Could somebody have done something? And, you know, and, and I'm, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, but if you see something, say something. If you have somebody that you have some contact with that you think is acting in a manner that you think might be a harm to themselves or others, mention it. You know, mention it to them. Confront them with yes. it, yeah. okay? Because 
you'd be surprised how quickly that conversation can open up. Uh, yeah, you know, I have got this going on. You know, just address it with them. Right. Um, it, I did that last night. I, I went to the movies. I went to the movies with my wife. And uh, my oh. wife was quite concerned about us going to the movies. We got in the theater. There was only one person else in the theater. And and I, I looked him right square in the hand. I went, you okay? <laughs> and he stood up and went, yes, sir. Yes, sir, I'm good. You sure? <laughs> yes, sir, I am. And that conversation was going on when other people started coming in the theater. And we ended up with a probably 10 or 15 people having a conversation about the fact that everybody here is okay. Every, you know, not, no, no, nobody anxious or anything. Everybody's good. And uh, that interaction made everybody else in the theater feel more safe. Because we talked about it. we We turned around before the movie started when, you know, when they're having all the commercials. I, I hate commercials and movies, but... And we're talking back and forth across the theater. Well, anybody that was in there that would have been up to something nefarious would have realized there are a lot of people in here that must know each other. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't try anything. These aren't strangers. Yeah. There was a, obviously a lot of crosstalk, a lot of communication, right. and, you, and, you know, anybody... Well, anybody... With half a mind, that's the problem again. We should have recognized that there, there's something going on here. Uh, there, there's you know, there's people watching out for other people. The again, the, and the point I'm trying I'm trying to get across is that the national database system does not exist for mental health. And and what our president and and a lot of the federal agencies are promoting to put into that database are not debilitating mental diseases. It's the soldier that shows up and says. My, one of my old soldiers passed away. He was killed in Iraq. I'd like to talk to somebody about it. And they're saying, oh, you're receiving VA benefits. You're not mentally competent. That's right. If you're here for anything that goes um, on above your mouth and behind your eyes, then you're not qualified. Correct. The other being that it is quite possible, even with a, even with a provision in place that, that has the, the this national database, that it's still possible to wake up one day and... Not be right. Not be right. And this this occur. The other problem, and, and this is probably the more serious one, is you had an issue. You dealt with it. You're better. How do we make it so that you yeah. can go on with your life? Or is this stigma something you carry the scarlet letter with you forever? And that's the risk. That's what the professionals in mental health counseling concern themselves with is it's so stigmatizing that you can destroy your future. You cannot have a job anymore. You cannot get a security clearance. You can, you cannot work. It it can be worse than having a felony conviction on your record if you've got a history of mental health issues. Yeah, and it's not like a health issue where, oh well, all right, this guy had a broken arm, so he's not good to come to work. He had a broken arm. Well, you wait six weeks and he's back to normal. When you say I've had a mental health issue. Again, the stigma. Well, I'm good now. Yeah, but what what drove you there in the first place? What, right. what, what happened? What happened? Yeah. What happened? We know blunt force bent your arm and broke your arm. As long as we keep blunt force from hitting your arm, it's not going to happen again. But we're not sure what happened up there in the you know in the in the in the head. So that's that's the that's the stigma, and 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 that keeps people from that need help from going to get help. That keeps people from that no longer should be described as having mental health. From going back to trying to have their records cleaned or cleared, because 
You, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. They're, You're they're, once, once in a job, always in a job. Yeah, they yeah, don't want. They want to avoid that label. Yeah, the, the doc doesn't want to be the one that cleared him, and then have the guy. Oh yeah, I'm not going to get sued because yeah. I said he was okay, and then he went around the corner again. You know, and, and that's the problem with mental health is, you know, it can be cyclical. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Again, thoughts and prayers to the families there, the, the family of Jillian Johnson, 33, the, the family of Macy Bro out there in Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, it's, it's something that shouldn't happen. It's something that uh, I hope the Louisiana State Police spends the proper amount of time on and doesn't get distracted by the guns LAPD style. And uh, we can uh, figure out what really happened and maybe learn the lesson that needs to be learned to help prevent from happening again. And it, again, this is not a gun issue. This is a people issue. If he had driven a car into the crowd, we wouldn't be blaming the car. If he had driven uh, the, the the gasoline tanker truck into oh, the school, oh, they'd be throwing a fit. You need to have a mental health right. ev- evaluation right. every time you go get your mental health, your 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 physical, your CDL physical. Right, but you have we, to have a mental health. Ca- well, right. what, what if he went around the corner the day after he yeah. had the physical? Yeah, yeah, and we wouldn't be banning gasoline trucks. No. You're listening to Arms Group Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an Arms Room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the Arms Room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop ArmsRoom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's ArmsRoom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Kevin, you've got a product in your hand. I do. It's uh, it's it's one Who that gave it uh, back to him. I know. We ah, all, see, he, you blinked Alec, and I got it. Alec is standing next to him with the fire extinguisher, mm-hmm. just in just in case. So, uh, tell us what you got over there, uh, Kevin. Uh, tell us what's behind door number one. Th- this is a survival tool by Gatco, and and it is a knife sharpener, it is a fish hook sharpener, and it is a fire starter, all in in one quite nice package. Uh, it comes with a lanyard loop a carbide blade sharpener. It's got a tapered uh, uh, serrated blade sharpener at, with a notch in it for, for sharpening fish hooks. Although, quite honestly, I don't fish enough to get my fish hooks dull. I, yeah. that, that's, that's sorry. I'm more of a, you Those know. Those darn dull fish hooks. It, 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 I'm more of an M80 fisher than, um, or, or large cast nets. But uh, this, I, I've got this device in my uh, in my preparation kit uh, and on the lanyard I took a pill bottle container and stuffed uh, Q-tip soaked in Vaseline and with this striker uh, that'll start a fire in a rainstorm I mean it, this thing is quite compact doesn't weigh a lot uh, it's it's quite a handy improvised device if you needed to perhaps convince a window to break um, that's what that is it. that's a window breaker yeah, that, on the one end that'll do it in a second yep. um, it, it's it's a pretty handy tool. I mean, it's not a huge striker. I mean, I wouldn't use this day-to-day for a camping trip. Right. I'd get myself a blast stick or something like right. that if I was saying, or oh, Bic lighter might be a great plan. Um, but uh, <laughs> if if this was, you know, rats, I've lost my lighter, um, this will start a fire under those circumstances. It's it's called the, the Scepter 2 Survival Tool. Um, there, there are no cutting edges in it. Uh, it's it's a pretty handy device. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, it's it's everything but a knife. Yeah, uh, it it is, and I have one of these. I've, I've put it into my my uh, my flight bag for for when I go flying. Uh, it it has. Let's. I'm going to go down the list because there's so many things on it. Uh, again, like you said, it has the 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 tip of the sharpening stone is rounded enough to where if you have serrated blades on right. your knife, it's tapered. It's yes. it's conical. Yeah. So you could you could 
unlike just a regular flat blade where you, you come through the standard knife sharpener, which it has on the back. Right. It's got a carbide, just draw blade sharpener. Yep. And then you have the, the rounded one, so you could do your serrated or, and then it has the groove on the side of the, the stone, so you could do your, your fish hooks. Right. Uh, or I have a knife that has a the 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 bill hook on it, uh, the the hook bill. Yeah, your banana cutter. That, exactly, banana cutter. So that one it would would work for that also. It it has it it has, it's also developed in such a way where if you used it with the sharpening stone out, it's it's quite the the formidable instrument. Uh, yeah, you can, you could it has a bit of a stabby stabby impact on <laughs> yes. you. I, was, I, I mean I, that would not be my preferred device to use in case of an emergency, but. If nothing else was around, that would work just fine. Yes. It, uh, Earl's got it in his hands. What do, you, what do you think, Earl? I like it. I've used it. I've, I have a, a demo model as well, and I've used it on my wife's kitchen knives. Oh, okay. It, it, All right. It, it For the sharpening part? very yeah. well. For the, is that you, you have you used the draw part or have you used the uh, the stone part for the serrated edges? I used the draw part initially okay. to, to do the, the primary sharpen, and then I used the... Uh, I'm going to call it the stone right. to uh, finish dressing it up. Okay, very nice, very nice. They, uh, like Kevin said, it's, it's very sturdy. Oh yeah, it's very it's, lightweight. It, it, yeah, it's a it's a solid it's a solid instrument. That that's not it. There's no f- fragility to it at all. It's it is a well built. It threads together. It, you're you're not gonna you're gonna have to smack that thing pretty hard to do any damage to it. You really are. I, I would say it's the size of a a, a sharpie marker. Yeah, your, your it's, a, it's, sharpie it's, marker. it's it's an oversized pen. Yeah, it's an oversized pen, and and you attach the and with, you know so, you know the look because I'm so old I have all these medications. Well, you got your heart medicine <laughs> yeah. there. You know. I, I've got one of these old aluminum screw top pill containers. Right, and that's what I attach to the lanyard, and with that I can start a fire pretty much anywhere I need to. Yeah, like the studio if if you hadn't yelled like you had. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me and the fires. Yeah, so this is a. An excellent tool. Again, let's see. The website for it is right in front of me. Uh, you can get it at uh, GatcoSharpeners.com. That's G-A-T-C-O. So Gatco for Gat Company, G-A-T-C-O, Sharpeners.com. G-A-T-C-O, Sharpeners.com. And, it, and that's actually the great American tool company for right. Gatco, yeah. Sharpeners.com. A, a, a little 38 attached to that. You know, the can opener? Yeah. That would be a really yeah. nice... A little P38 there? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is a knife sharpener, diamond tapered serration sharpener, fish hook sharpener, fire starter, magnesium fire starter, uh, serration rod stores in the handle, lanyard hold, carbide knife sharpener. Uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's a, the Scepter 2.0 survival tool. Everything but, the, but a knife? Yeah, everything but sink. the blade. Everything but the blade. It's uh, it's definitely in it's in my it's in my tool bag. This is the kind of thing where you know, listen, you're going to the, you're going out hunting or whatever, and you've got those five uh, eleven shirts with the with the with the, the shirt pocket, the shirt the pen pockets on the you're sleeves. On the sleeves. Yep. One of them this should be in one of them. Yeah. One in each. This should, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you you want to have the sharpie in the you know in case yeah. you catch a right. you, you catch an animal and you want to put a little mustache on it and let them know. <laughs> you mark mark them for future that, identification. Right. You put a, you put a mustache on a polar bear. I've never put a mustache on a polar bear, but but I have uh, we have put numbers on turtles and let them go I, in the yard. I, and they come I back have, later. I've on. sprayed fluorescent paint on a on a uh, raccoon one time. What on a, on a raccoon? Oh, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> that way, well, that way I, I I life caught him. Right. I sprayed the fluorescent X on him. I took him out way away from right. the house and turned him loose. 
So he came back. R- Racer X? He came back. He came back. Like, that way I knew it was him. Right. Like, you are not a very bright yeah. raccoon. You're, you're about to oh, he's catch fluorescent. A, yeah. about to catch a beating. Yeah. He's like, I can't hunt anymore. My butt's glowing. What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with this? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. The snail that gets kicked across the street, a week later he's back at your door. Yeah. What was that all yeah, about? What was that all about? <laughs> uh, all right. Another product to review we want to go over with you. I know this is three in one day. We got a, we got a couple of these uh, nice little little products that we got up at the NRA show, and we've we've spent a couple of months now checking them out. We want to we want to talk about them with you. This one's called the Tactical Money Clip. I don't know if you've seen this one. This one, um, Tactical I, I, Money. I clip. have, but because of its tactical nature, I don't carry it. Tactical Money Clip. It's um, it's 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 a it's it's stainless steel. So it does not stick to the magnet. And by the way, just for any of you in the radio business, if you're going to bring a more power, if you're going to bring a powerful magnet into the studio, you're not going to want to put it next to the computer screen. You're not going to want to put it next to the hard drive. You're not going to want to put it near the flash drive. You don't want to put it on the board or on the microphones because all of those things they go to have little magnets react, in them. Yeah, react poorly when you put a big giant gun magnet on them. So thank you. And uh, we're sorry. We're, yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, this is the, Kevin, what's the title on this one? Tactical Money Clip Stainless Steel from Tufts. It's actually kind of cool. It's a, a standard money clip. Uh, you know, it would be a straight money clip with a with a, uh, a bend in one point and, and the, the compression point at the other so you can hold your items in it. This one has a little bit of a curve to it, a little bit of a curve, and then a little bit of a, a lift on one end so you could slide it in and out of your pocket, almost like the clip on a knife. You could slip into your pocket, so it, it, it catches the pocket edge. This one is designed to to I don't I don't think it clips on the pocket when it goes in. Right, it clips on the money. Clips on the money, but when you pull it out and somebody asks for your hey 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 buddy, give me give me your money, you could pull this out and it's got a place to set your thumb right. in it, that curve it, there. It, it, it's uh, uh, it, it reminds me of Presidio, where he That's exactly where, he, where, I was where going. he decides. Look, Sean Connery. I, I'm I'm going to use my left thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. I'm going to use my left thumb. And 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 that's what it is. It's if you remember the movie Presidio, where he started attacking that uh, that uh, biker guy with his just his thumb and only right. his thumb. Right. Uh, this is uh, imagine a steel reinforced thumb. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> is, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So you can have the money in your hand, be holding onto the money clip. It's not an offensive weapon by any means. I don't think. Uh, well, unless it, you're the you, guy getting thumbed. Right. Yeah. Sure. But, but, they, but they say the same thing about Patriot missiles, unless you're the guy in the airplane, yeah, yeah, it's a defensive yeah, yeah. weapon. This this is something where somebody asks you for your money, okay, and you actually have to take your money out. You don't have your weapon on you. You're, he's got the, the the jump on you, whatever, you know, he, he's got you. This this one here, you, you pull out, you hold the money, and you lay your thumb down on this, and you have a steel reinforced thumb, and it's time to, you know, boom, here you go, boom. Mm-hmm. And you start jabbing him with the money. What would you think of this one, Earl? I like it. It's it, it's kind of neat. I've the only I I haven't carried this one as much because I somebody gifted me a really nice money clip recently <laughs> and I've been carrying that. But this is this is definitely one I, I would recommend. Also, it's it's a this is something you could carry into the courthouse. I could, but I already have so many other things that I carry that do the same thing. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm reluctant to change my training protocol. I look at this as this is another tool for the toolbox. Exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, if I were going to, I'll tell you what, I got to go to New Jersey. I'm going to put my money in that. That's it. It's going to be a 120 and a bunch of pieces of paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah some cardboard perhaps in yeah. there. Yeah. 
and I've, I've I've just uploaded photos of both the uh, the Scepter Two Gatco sharpener and the Tactical Money Clip on our Facebook page. Take a look at them. Hey, thanks again for joining us on Arms Room Radio this week. We had a great time with you. We'll see you back here next week. And please remember, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next week. Have a good week, y'all. W280CJOVW. AM660.